0: I say thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. You, are you are worthy. Go to John chapter 6. And we're going to John chapter 6, verse 26. If you dare say amen. If not, say hold on. Hold on. It is an honor to be in the house of the Lord. I was excited and I was glad when they said we was going to the house of the Lord. But I want to thank uh, and honor the, the pastor of the house, Pastor Raymond and Miss Heather. I know it was like pulling teeth trying to get me to to answer the call of God on my life. I mean, it was almost like they had tears in her eyes, like can't just wait see it. And you, I just didn't see it in myself. And I just want to thank y'all. I really, I really do. And where the Lord reads. It says, Jesus answered them and said, truly, truly, I say to you, you seek me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. It says, do not work for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life which the Son of Man will give to you, for on Him the Father God has set His seal. Therefore they said to Him, What shall we do so that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in Him, who He has sent. So they said to Him, What then do you do for a sign so that we may see And believe you, what work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, and he gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father who gives the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world then they said to him Lord always give us this bread and Jesus said to them I am the bread of life he who comes to me will not hunger and he who believes in me will never thirst but I said to you that you have seen me and yet you still do not believe Father in the name of Jesus we need you in this place Holy Spirit fall fresh on us Lord God give me a special anointing to Speak your word clearly to feed your children, Father God, just to love on them tonight, my King. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. We serve a good, good God. The Lord is hurting. I shared with y'all the other other morning that there is a spirit of condemnation that's keeping God's children away from him. Yeah. Yeah. We want to get to know God, but it's just something going on in our mind and in our heart that's keeping us from really truly getting to know Jesus. The way we think, jacked up. Some of the stuff that we've done, jacked up. We really don't feel like we're worthy. Well, I got some good news for you. You're not. But guess what? He is. See, you can't enter into the throne room at all, boldly at all, on any good thing that you've done or any bad thing that you've done. It is only by the blood of Jesus. And Jesus, he wants you to know him. The name of this sermon is Who Do You Know Him As? And all throughout the book of John, Jesus is telling the world, he's telling the Jewish, he's telling the disciples who he is. Jesus has to be known, he wants to be known, and Jesus strongly desires you to know him. But the question is, who do you know him as? Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And if you know him as the light of the world, when you have chaos in your life and and find yourself in darkness, the light will bring order. And Jesus says, I am the door to the sheep. Not a door, but Jesus says he is the door. And if you know him as the door to eternal life, then you don't have to worry about trying to go through any other door. And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Not a good shepherd. He says he is the good shepherd. And if you know him as the good shepherd, then you know that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want he makes me to lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters. And he restores my soul. He guides me down the path of righteousness for his namesake. And even though I walk, even though I walk, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Because how many know that you're going to walk through some things? Some trials, some tribulations, some adversity, some hurts, some struggles. You will walk But David said, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he is with me. And if you know him as your shepherd, then you know that he will never leave you nor forsake you. I don't care what you're going through. And he says, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And you have anointed my head with oil, and my cup overflows or runneth over. And surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, if you know him as the good shepherd. And then he says, and if you know Jesus as the Son of God. Then you already know that flesh and blood didn't reveal that one to you. And Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. See, Martha thought that the resurrection it was an event. See, she thought it was a date. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And there's some stuff in your life that you feel like is dying but he said hey the marriage is not going to end in death he said the sickness is not going to end in death he said your financial problem is not going to end in death he said if you believe in me the resurrection it will live and jesus says he says that i am the way the truth and the life man i remember being in my addiction I was out there bad. I was depressed. and I was looking for a way out. I was looking for a way out of it. I didn't, I didn't want to be in it anymore. You see, and when I found a way out, I took it. You see what I'm saying? Some people, they'll, get, they'll find the way, but when they get to the way, they really don't want the way. Yeah. See, because the way is, is Jesus. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the source except through me. This is what Jesus says about himself. And he says, I also am the true vine. And if you know Jesus as the true vine, you will do what you're supposed to do, and that is to bear fruit. And I'm talking about lasting fruit. I'm talking about building and and cultivating the characteristics of Jesus Christ. And now the one that I want to to zero in on this evening. Jesus told 15 to 20,000 people, I am the bread of life. And Jesus knew that these thousands of people that are starving and the bread that he was feeding them yesterday left them hungry today. But Jesus tells them, I am the bread of life. And if you know Jesus as the bread of life, you will never hunger again. And guess what? Jesus wants all of us to eat. <laughs> he he wants he want all of us to eat. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We live in, in a world full of hungry people. Yeah. Because not just the people in the world, but the people in the church, are hungry, and they're hungering for the wrong thing. Starving. Hungrier than hungry, some hunger for attention, and some hunger for a husband, or they hunger for a wife, and some hunger for money, and they hunger for prestige, and they hunger for position, and you can even hunger for the things of God and not hunger for Jesus. Hunger, and I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty, see if I had a drink from Jesus, I would never thirst again, right? He says, but hunger, hunger is a very strong desire. It's one of our body's strongest inner drives, which is no doubt due to the fact that our minds are programmed to know that food is essential to our life. How many of y'all are hungering for Jesus? Because how many know that Jesus, he is an essential part of life. He has come to give you life and life more abundantly. And now I want to talk about these hungry people. These hungry people in in John chapter 6. The Jewish people, the ones that were following Jesus. See, they were following Jesus because Jesus was performing these miracles and he was showing them some signs and and wonders. You see, Jesus, he he turned water into wine, right? And I'm pretty sure a bunch of these people, they heard about him, and maybe even some of them seen him, do it, turn water into wine. And then he had the encounter with the woman at the well. And this woman at the well was going around telling people, hey, I ran into Jesus. Hey, he he gives the water. He gives the water that will make you never thirst again. So I'm sure that this woman went around telling people. As a matter of fact, I know she did. And he healed the nobleman's son. And I know they heard about this. So I'm seeing it. And then he healed the guy at the pool of Bethesda. And then he turns around and he feeds 15,000 hungry folk. Folk that's starving. And these people first was hungry for miracles. These people wanted a show. How many of us come into the things of God and that's all we want is a miracle? We want a show. I seen you get your family, so now I want my family, so I'm just going to follow Jesus so I can get what you got. I'm sorry, this is true. I did it. I'm guilty of it. I was seeing what somebody else had, and I was saying, hey, I want that. And I said, and they said, and I asked how'd you get it? They said, Jesus, so there I go. <laughs> I'm trying to be a drug addict. Jesus, here I go. I want a good job, Jesus. There we go. I'm following him. And they did all this. And they seen these signs and they seen these wonders and they were like jesus look at all this power he got let's go kidnap him tie him up in a blanket and go take him over the Rome so we can overthrow the romans that's exactly what they wanted and jesus he got out of there y'all think it's a game he really did for real and so now we're gonna pick up pick up at john chapter six at verse 26 (laughs) yeah (laughs) jesus said not today you're gonna to learn today. <laughs> verse 26. Verse 26 of chapter 6 in World Lord reads. It says, Jesus answered them and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. How many know that you can be filled and not be satisfied? You could be full of the world, but the world is never going to satisfy you. The world can't satisfy you, but it can definitely fill you. And you could be so filled with lust. You could be so filled with greed. You could be so filled with wanting a woman or wanting a man, but it will never satisfy you. Can't no man satisfy you? I'm sorry. Can't no woman satisfy you? I'm sorry. You can have all the money in the world, and guess what? You still will not be satisfied. I'm sorry. Those of you that's chasing a man and those of you that's chasing a woman. You're gonna end up like Judas, for real. For real, he followed Jesus. He followed him for the wrong thing and then he was standing there with with 30 pieces of silver and all of a sudden he's looking at him and he's like, he realized what he did. He's like, you mean to tell me that I traded eternal life. I traded Jesus for 30 pieces. I traded Jesus for a man. Are you serious? I traded Jesus for a job, for some money. I traded Jesus for a wife. Are you serious? He throws the... Because when you realize what you gave up, I oh, for the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And we jump around and we say, I'm a friend of God. And God is saying, what are you doing? you adulterer. You're a friend of the world. And if you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy of mine. I'm saying this because I love you. Because all myself is trying to find this this line that I don't want to cross. I don't want to get close to it. I don't want to be like Lot and be right there close to the line. I want to be all the way as far from the line as I can. And I don't want to be in love with the world. And not know that I'm in love with the world. I'm thinking I'm serving Jesus. And he said, depart from me. For I never knew you. Don't trade it. And he says in verse 27, he says, do not work for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the son of man will give you. For on him, the father, the father God has set his seal. Therefore, they said to him, what shall we do? What work shall we do? Shall we obey the law? Should I do full time ministry? Should I feed the poor? What should I do in order to get this? So that they may work the works of God. And Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. Let me tell you something. The other morning, I opened up service and I said, I went swimming. And I dove in this sea of love. And there I was, I was fighting these tidal waves of love, and they, were, and they were just overwhelming. And I was fighting, but I didn't tell you um, how I was fighting. I was trying to fight for the love of God. I found myself in prayer, trying to prove to God that I trying to trying to get God's love. I find myself reading my word. God, I'm reading my word. Will you just love me a little more? Lord, I'm doing full-time ministry. Will you just love me a little more? I'm fighting. I'm fighting the love of God, and then I just let myself go. And I realized this. When When Abby told me that she was pregnant with Micah, I instantly fell in love. I instantly fell in love with Micah. I instantly fell in love with him. And then when he was born, I mean, it was like, baby my baby I love you I love you so much And guess what Micah didn't have to do nothing he didn't have to do a single thing to get my love he already got it why did he have my love already because he's mine yeah until you realize that that God loves you that he was the one that created you he knitted you in your mother's womb and before And before you were formed in your mother's womb, the Bible says that he knew you before the foundations of this earth. He knew you and he chose you to be made right. Yeah. So you can quit fighting. You can quit fighting. You can stop all the works. These people was like, so what works should we do? What works can we do in order to get this eternal life? What works? And he said, you can't do nothing. He said, all I want you to do is to believe. He just wants a relationship. He wants, he, wants to, he wants to know you and you to know him. That's it. That's it. That's it. The Bible says that eternal life is knowing Jesus. Know no in the Hebrew is yada, which means intercourse. It means intimacy. It's the deepest form of love that you can have. Yada. To know. And if you read the, the first sentence on the vision in the home, it is. Know Jesus. I'm here to inform you. Because to know Jesus is the first thing on there. It's The first thing on there. And then it's to make him known to a lost world, to make disciples, priests, gospels, or the drug addict, gang And any anyone lost, to plant victory home churches and drop-in centers in every crime infested neighborhood for the lost and their families. But the number one thing on that is to know Jesus. You know why? Because you can't do the rest of that without knowing Jesus. What good does it do to gain the whole world but in the end lose your soul? I, better yet, What does it do to serve God, to do full-time ministry, and in the end, lose your soul? And these people were tripping. Get this. Get this. He said, y'all just following signs. Now, here's what blew my mind, because over here in in chapter 6 of verse 2, it says, a large crowd followed him because they saw the signs which he was performing on those who were sick. But then over here, in red, Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw signs. And I'm like, wait a minute. John just said that he was following him because of the signs. Then Jesus said, wait a minute, you wasn't following me because of the signs. Can anybody tell me when you're driving down the road, what does a sign do? It tells you where to go. It directs you. He said, you follow the signs, but you're not understanding what the signs is telling you. See, the signs is just leading you to me. That's it. And they were missing it. They missed it. They missed being set free in Egypt. You see what I'm saying? They missed the water coming out the rock. They missed the Red Sea being split. They missed all the signs. They missed all the signs. They missed them. They was missing them. They was following them, but they didn't know what Jesus was trying to tell them. Jesus was trying to say, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. He said, I am the bread of life. It is me. All these signs is pointing... It's me. I'm just telling you the Bible, man. I'm telling you the Bible. I can't make this up, man. I ain't that smart. I promise you I'm not. I can't make this up. I'm reading from you straight out the word of God. And it says, so they said to him in verse 30, they said to him, what then do you do for a sign so that we may see you and believe you? What work do you perform? Like, y'all ain't already seen enough? <laughs> for, re- for real? <laughs> I really got to show you another one, but see, Jesus didn't show them another sign. You know why? Because if he showed them another sign, another miracle, that's all they're going to want, another sign, another miracle. Right. Just like us. We want another sign, another miracle. We want another blessing, another blessing, another blessing. And all the blessings they're doing is pointing to Jesus. But all we want is blessing, 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 blessing. And you know, you, and you know what we do? We ask for another blessing. Ask for another blessing. How many times do you ask God, I want more of you? Jesus, I can't drop down to your knees. Jesus, I can't do this. I can't do this without you. I'm jacked up. The way I think is jacked up. The stuff I'm doing is jacked up. The good I want to do, I can't even do it. The good that I, the bad that I don't want to do, I keep doing that. How about the bad that you want to do? You keep doing that too. (laughs) And you know what? Condemnation, condemnation for this is what's keeping God's people from him, and it's what's keeping God's people from serving him. Because we don't know Jesus the way that we're supposed to know Jesus. Who do you know Jesus is? Y'all want to sign? They're going right there. He says, Our fathers, this is what the people said. That's this crazy. It's this crazy right here. They said, Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, He gave them bread out of heaven. <laughs> These people were saying, You know what? Moses is really better than you, because Moses rained bread down from heaven, and you just multiplied a few breads right here. He said, Moses fed millions. And you only fed 15,000. And Jesus said, hold on, partner. <laughs> For your information, Moses is not the one that gave you that. It was my father who was in heaven that gave that to you. Because we have, get this, get this, get this, get this. Sometimes, 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 sometimes we forget that God is the source. And that he used man as a resource. So see, what'll happen is, is is you put all your faith and all your trust in man. See what I'm saying? And when man don't come through the way that you think he should come through, then you tripping. See, man was just a resource. See, God is the source. And this is what these people fail to realize. They thought the source was Moses. You better not make man your source. I promise you. Let me tell you something. A man can't supply all of your needs according to to his riches and glory. He ain't got no riches in glory like that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He he ain't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) For real. So these people, they tripping. They really tripping. They telling Jesus, basically saying, Moses upped you. Yeah. He upped you. He did better than you. That's why I said, show us something better than that. And Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who had given you the bread of heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said, Lord, Lord, always give us this bread. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread. You asking for it and it's standing right here in front of you. It's crazy how we can be right here in the home, Jesus standing, Jesus right here, Jesus performing, and you saying, I don't see Jesus. I see people coming here every day being delivered from addiction. Families being restored. Have you ever asked the person that family got restored, did you ever ask him, "Uh, uh, was your wife really done with you? And and I bet you if you were to ask the wife, you know what she'll say? I was done. I don't even know how my heart changed. All I know, all of a sudden, I was packing up. Ain't that right, Jenna? All I know, I get this. All I know is I was packing up my stuff and I was moving. I don't know what was going on. It's, but God. Amen. Amen. We see these miracles going on and, you know, I need another one. I don't, I, I just don't, it. I just, I, 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 it's a trip. It's a trip. It's a trip. And get this. And then they said, Lord, always give us this bread. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. Uh, I need you to go over to John chapter 4 because I want to read y'all the story. Because some of y'all hunger for a man. And some of y'all hungry for a woman. Some of y'all hungry for I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Some of y'all thirsty, I don't know what. Here. I, y'all some water. want some water? Thirsty, I don't know what. Look at this. 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 Okay. Chapter 4 of John, verse 4, and the word Lord reads. And he had to pass through Samaria. This is Jesus. So he came to a city of Samaria called, uh, whatever that word is, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, being wearied from his journey, was sitting thus by the well, and it was about the sixth hour. Verse 7 There came a woman of Samaria to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food, and therefore the Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, since I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who is and who, and who says to you, give me a drink? You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. And she said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob. Here we go again. Somebody trying to say that man is better than Jesus. Jesus. Jacob, are you, are you? Who gave us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. And the woman said to him, Sir, give me some of that water. So I will not be thirsty, nor come all the way here to draw. And Jesus said to her, go call your husband and have him come here. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have correctly said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and one whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. Let me tell you something about this woman. This woman was going from man man. To man, to man, to man, trying to be fulfilled. To, f- to fill this void. Because how many you know that man is going to let you down? I'm just saying what the Bible going to say. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying what the Bible says. And if we look, we can find something wrong. We can find something wrong with the man. Oh, I got something. Guys, let's just say she was a, she was a man. And a man at the wheel. But it wasn't like that. But let's just say. And you've gone through woman, through woman. And why come the first one didn't satisfy you? How come the first man couldn't satisfy you? Could it be that can't no man satisfy you? Could it be that can't no woman satisfy you? Because, see, there's a thirst there's a thirst that's deeper than our, 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 our dry tongue, our dry mouth. There's a thirst that goes so much deeper than a woman. It's, so, it's a thirst that goes so much deeper than a man. And the only one that can satisfy their thirst is Jesus. He said, it's me. I am the living water. And if you drink from me, guess what? If you put your faith in me, guess what? I'm not saying you don't need a man. <laughs> I ain't saying that. I ain't saying you don't need a woman. I'm just saying you need to put Jesus first. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, we can jump all over back to John, chapter 6. And if I offended anybody, thank you, Jesus. If you thought I was throwing darts, I probably was. I'm just playing. I'm just playing, for real. I don't know if that was right to say behind the pulpit, but oh well. Get this. Get this. Get this. He says, but I said to you that you have seen me, verse 36, but I said to you that you have seen me, and yet you still do not believe. He said, I can do all these miracles. It doesn't matter. But you're still not going to believe uh, uh, I am who I say I am. and Because I am that I am. I am the bread of life. And no matter what I do, you're still not going to believe that. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will certainly not cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that all that he has given me, I lose nothing. That means all of y'all that he sent, he said he don't want to lose, he's not going to lose now one of y'all. Now one, that's a (laughs) word. But raise it up on the last day, for this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him will have eternal life, and I myself will raise him up on the last day. And verse 41, therefore the Jews were grumbling about him, because he said, I am the bread that came out of heaven. And they were saying, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he say now that I have come out of heaven? They grew up with him. They grew up with him. They, they knew who Jesus was. He was the son of the carpenter, and he was a carpenter. Let me tell you something. How you know Jesus, that's how you're going to get Jesus. If you know Jesus as a carpenter, you will get your house fixed. If you know Jesus as the, as, the, as the son of God, if you know Jesus as the Messiah, if you know Jesus as the bread of life and the one that gives you some water where you'll never thirst again, then you will get your life fixed, and you will have eternal life. It's how you know him. Once again, how do you know Jesus? In verse 34, And Jesus answered and said to them, Do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up on the last day. I want for you leaders, for you leaders in here. When I read this right here, it opened up my eyes because I so badly want you to catch Jesus. There are some people in my family that I know that aren't saved and I can preach to them till my eyes turn, what's the color? Purple. Yeah. I can lead them to the water, but I can't make them drink. Mm-hmm. And I asked myself, what can I say? What else can I say to make them fall in love with Jesus, to make them accept Jesus? And Jesus said it to me, he said, nothing. Mm-hmm. I said, nothing? He said, read the word. He said, you can't do nothing. He said, if I couldn't do it, what make you think you can? <laughs> if I can, I'm Jesus. I'm God in the flesh. I am the anointed one. Here I am in the flesh, and they won't even believe me. They will not accept me. The only ones that accept me are the ones that God, God has to do something in these people's heart. So I know you've, you're trying and you're trying and you're trying, but don't beat yourself up. I know you're trying, you're leaders, people that aren't even, you're up and coming leaders. I know you're trying and you're trying and you're trying. But it's your job to plant the seed. Yeah. And it's somebody else's job to water. And God is the one that's going to bring the increase. We can't bring no increase. I'm sorry. We cannot do it. That's not biblical. That is not biblical. And it says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes have eternal life. For I am the bread. I'm the bread of life. And I got one point. And the point is hunger for Jesus. The psalmist says, as a, as a deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts. And I'm thinking about this deer that's, that's running through a, through a forest. And there's some lions and tigers and bears on my, <laughs> and, and, they're, and, and they're chasing him. And the world is beating him up. See you know what I'm saying? And he's thirsty. And it says, as a deer pants for water, he's, He's tired. He knows the only thing that can give him strength, the only thing that can charge him up, the only thing that can give him life, if he can just get to that water. As a deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you. We need to be desperate, desperate for Jesus. There was this young boy and he goes up to this older man that was in love with jesus and he says man how is it that you love jesus and you're so dependent on jesus so much <laughs> and the and the man he took him out to the river and before the boy could say anything the man dipped him in the water and he held him down and the boy is fighting he's fighting he's fighting he's fighting, fighting he's fighting and the man just continues to hold him and the boy seems like he's about to lose his, lose his Loses his breath and all of a sudden the man snatches it back up and he... <laughs> he's breathing. And then before he can do another, man dips him back boom! Dips him back in the water. And the boy is fighting again. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. And then the man just held him down there. And the man's fighting. The boy is fighting. He's fighting. All of a sudden the man lets him back up and, <laughs> and he starts backing away from the man because he's like, I don't want you to dip me back in that water. And it says, the way you needed that air, that's the way that I need Jesus. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> the way this man needed Jesus was the way that this boy needed air when he came up out of that water. The Bible says, those that... Thir- hey, the worship team, you can come on up here. The Bible says that, um, that if those that that hunger and thirst for righteousness, that shall be satisfied. It's Jesus. It was Jesus. It is Jesus. And guess what? It will always be Jesus. The one that was and is and is to come is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I promise you. And get this. And get this. There's some stuff that you want. It ain't. It ain't. Bad want stuff. You got some goals and you want your family back. That's not a bad thing. You want to be out there. That's not a bad thing. But the Bible says to seek the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And guess what? All those things, they'll be added to you. Quit tripping. Quit tripping. Seek him. Seek him. Don't seek the answer. He is the answer. AI. In the clutch. He going to hit every time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but, but I am serious. And I'm telling you, some of y'all are having a hard time getting to know Jesus. Because you think that you're not worthy. You think that you're not good enough. But God, he demonstrated his own love towards us. And that while we were yet sinners, while we were enemies of his, while we were in our addiction. You know what I'm saying? When I had a needle in my arm, a bottle in my mouth, a pipe in my mouth. You see what I'm saying? When I was in my mess. When I was in my mess, he sent his son to die for me. Before he went to the cross, when he was going to the cross, he was saying, I got to get there for Ken because he going to be jacked up. And he's going to need this. And I know I ain't the only one in here that's jacked up or that was jacked up. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you, all y'all, y'all look amazing. I'm telling you, all y'all are beautiful. You don't look like what you've been through. Because I know you've been through hell and back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Get to know Jesus. Now, I'm going to tell you something, this, this altar is open because some of y'all really, really want to know Jesus. But you feel like you ain't good enough. You're thinking that the sin that you've got caught up in is going to keep you away. But repent. Amen. Just repent and turn to God. And your sins will be wiped out. The Bible said he'll bring a refreshment. It says he is faithful. Yes. He is faithful to forgive you. He wants you and desires for you to, for, for you to know him. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the way, a way to you, Father, a way to know you, your son, the way that you demonstrated your own love towards us, it blows my mind. You were awesome. You were great, Father. Please forgive us for our sins, Father. Wash, cleanse, and cover us in your son's precious blood. You are so worthy, Father. And we are thankful for the blood of Jesus that cleanses our conscience. It washes us clean. It makes us white as snow, my King. I declare healing on your people's hearts, Father God, and their minds, Father God.